podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. I am here. I'm unmuted. It's fine. It's all good. It's all fine. It's all good. No issues. No dramas. Hopefully, everyone can hear us. Sam, say a few words. Let's check the sound levels. I feel like all I've done is say a few words for you to check sound issues <laughs> for the last <laughs> half an hour or so. Hi, everyone. How are we all? We've done multiple recordings. I've reset all the settings. The uh, The stream was fine um, this morning on the one I did. Sam's here. If anything, you were too quiet this time, but now That's we think no we've synced it before. up. So I'm just going to wait for a comment in the chat just to let me know that things are okay and that we're live as well, because that's also another problem that we've had. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said last year, I did these for like five, five years. Oh, Stephen Ty. The sound is excellent. (laughs) We win that. We won. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank God for that. Yay. Oh, good grief. Thank me. Damien Brains. Yeah, I've been, you've been fiddling around with your settings. I've got you to download a weird program we've <laughs> been messing with volumes it's too perfect uh says kamadar thanks everyone for sticking with us last week you might notice i was a bit stressed uh <laughs> last week you were just in hysterics i just lost the plot last week honestly <laughs> i've i got to the point where i was like i don't even know if this is worth doing like yeah. are we even are we even adding apart from comedy value were we actually even adding any value <laughs> last week what was funny was then i went on the deadline stream with David and the sound was all fine and everyone was commenting like why is your sound fine here and <laughs> fine with us and I was like I don't know I, but even when I saw you on Sunday you were still stressed I know, about the sound I of was. the stream it's annoying like you know people laugh and, and and some people say how are you still having problems and stuff and like it is stressful like you want to go live and for everything to be working um and it's you know, well it doesn't and you're live and you're trying to change things on the fly and you don't know what's wrong it's um it's really stressful but I think it was a bug with, with OBS because I, I've reset everything and now it seems to be working. So we're professional. We're here. It sounds perfect. <laughs> we're professional. Yep. I said no one about <laughs> us two together ever before. <laughs> we either flirt apparently or have tech issues. Flirt there's or tech no issues. There's, no, there's, no, there's no in between. It's, uh, it's, no. It's, it's, it's one or the other. Um, <laughs> do get your, your questions in um, for us. It's a, it's a big uh, game week. I mean, as you can see from our ranks, don't listen to a word I say. Sam's 46K in the world. You know, he even called Pape Sar last week getting attacking returns as a oh, 4.5 a bid. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. Um, so we're here to answer, you know, all, all the questions that you have going into um, Game Week 4. Jack Turr says, uh, first time catching us live. Oh, welcome. welcome. Welcome, Jack. Welcome to the stream. Um, Abdullah says, Champions League draw in an hour. Who are you hoping Spurs get? Oh, whoops. Oh, what about Brighton? Who are you getting? <laughs> hey, don't. don't. <laughs> We've already nicked uh, Nick Fatty off you. Yeah, oh, we, fatty we've got to go and try and get Bet Brennan Johnson now, haven't we? Like yeah. suddenly that like because there was a lot of chatter in the Spurs community yesterday about you know were we just in for Fatty because we were trying to get Brennan Johnson slightly cheaper on a better deal, and then I was like, well, we have to now because he wants to go to Brighton instead of Spurs. So if that is what we were doing, it's backfired terribly. On yeah, us. yeah. I mean, but you 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 know you would have uh, you would have made the league a worse place with, with you know if you if you'd not had Fatty and Gross in the same in the same team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep recycling the same joke, but dunk, fatty, gross, uh, you know, solly, uh, that guy welbs up front. It is, it is stag do FC. Wow. Bruno, yeah, we had a few, a few, uh, you know, a few years ago. It's, uh, you know, butters, we had guy butters back in the day. You could, you could make a brilliant 11 of, of stag, you know, stag do players out of, <laughs> out of Brighton, Brighton players. Uh, Claire FPL, um, first time catching us as well. 
Um, hello, and as MB says, can't believe the Champions League is back at Newcastle. I hope they get a big, a big team in the in the groups. Big night. Well, I just won. Let's hope they get multiple big. Well, teams. Well, yeah, but I hope they don't get like, like they, sh- they should do. Right? I, mean, I don't want them to go out, but like, let's hope that they get. Like, I always think that. Like, when Spurs are in it, I'm always like, yeah, I want to, I want to draw. We can get out of. But also a draw that's going to be like proper good Champions League nights at the lane, you know, like good clubs come in and visit, really great away days. Gareth Bale like, versus AC Milan, was it? Was it? Yeah, was it exactly. Inter, just absolutely terrorise them. Yeah, yeah, you've got to hope for good draws, like yeah. good draws that you can get out of, but also not terrible absolutely. fixtures that, yeah. you know, it's not, you want the good nights. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, right, let's take some questions. Uh, we've got quite a few coming in to get them in um, as we go. Let's go with this one first um, from SMB. What to do with Diogo Jota? Is it time to sell for Madison Sterling or someone else? And that's a good question because actually I think Jota's actually the one Liverpool player that I've been really impressed with, like this first part of the season. Like I don't know that I would be that that keen to sell him but the reality is that I think with your midfielders this year you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make sacrifices aren't you there's gonna be players that actually are actually playing okay but then the fixtures aren't there or the form for their team isn't necessarily matching theirs whereas you could go for somebody like Madison and Sterling um instead of him so I think whilst I'd be reluctant against an Aston Villa defense that has been leaky in this early part of the season to sell him if you haven't got either Madison or Sterling then selling Jota for them makes sense as long as he's your worst midfielder I think that's the Mm. way you've got to look at the midfield five this year you've got to look at who's your worst of those five and then look to move that one on as your changeable because you're never going to have that like benched option in midfield it doesn't feel like that anyway yeah he's he's the he he's, he would be a sacrificial lamb for me I think um, if I yeah. had him because I mean I'm looking at players like Marcelli like Odegaard obviously I've got Richarlison in my team there's people selling players like Matoma um, as well but I think Jota would probably be one that I'd, I'd be looking to to move on and it's a shame I don't like to recommend sort of selling players who are a little bit different right and you know if you're selling Jota for Madison or Sterling you're basically doing what everyone else um, is doing, but there's risk with him, isn't it? I mean, Darwin just come in and, and scored two goals um, as well. He, he was he, he was was he in, was he unfit to start the last game in injury? Yeah, he came off the bench, didn't he? Um, because he picked up that little bit of a knock. I, mm. I mean, I think he. I was impressed by him though. If we, if we take the Liverpool game and look at who played well in that Liverpool team, there weren't that many that actually mm. impressed me in that one. Darwin did when he came on, but Jota was one that he was getting in all the right places. He wasn't, you know, I think he's going to probably be the one that I look to when I want to reinvest back in Liverpool again, unless Darwin continues to play well. But even then I'm not convinced that Darwin's going to continue to get starts. I think he looks like a really nice impact sub right now. And he would have to repetitively impress Klopp, I think over the next few weeks in order to get that, that yeah. starting spot back. I don't. I think Darwin, he's not a better pick right now than Jota, Diaz, and, and Salah. I think those are the three that the Klopp prefers up top. I mean, Jota came off came off the bench against against Newcastle um, in in that game, and they're signing more midfield options. I mean, that pushes Gakpo a bit further up top. Does that kind of? In, I, I just don't like that uncertainty around that. I mean, I say that with Phil Foden in my team, who's also very kind of uncertain to to start. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm looking at that front line, and, and Jota looked good when he came on. Darwin obviously looked good when he came on as well. Mm-hmm. Got the two goals. You have got Salah there. You've got Diaz, who's 
who who was unfortunate to come off, wasn't he? He, he came off he because was. of the because of the red card. Um, he's a sell for me, but I. But I, it's I, a hard sell. It is a hard sell because it's someone a bit different. Yeah. I don't like selling players who you know are, who are kind of you know two percent owned or whatever. Jota mm. is probably more than that, but yeah. Um, I think so. You you we're both saying reluctant sell, yeah. I'd be reluctant if I don't. I think if you don't have Madison or Sterling, reluctantly I'd say Jota. As long as you don't have somebody like Richarlison in your team who's worse than Jota. If he's your worst of your midfielders right now, then yes. Yep. Uh, we have a hub spy in the chat, Jack, the editor. Mm. But he has called me attractive, so you know we'll let him off. Uh, I mean, to be <laughs> fair, right now I'm going to be accused of all sorts of outrageous flirting now. But your hair is looking absolutely beaut right now. Oh. Wow, thank you very much. Last week, the haircut you had, <laughs> it is great. That's getting... Elena, apologies if you're in. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's getting clipped. Um, n- new, new barbers, actually. New barbers. You know when you, It's great. You know when you go to a new barbers for the first time, you're not sure what, you, what you're going to get. Um, yeah, they, they did all right. It was a bit of a weird atmosphere in there. They were talking to you about some weird stuff that I won't um, repeat on, on this stream, but it was, yeah. I, d- I don't know whether the haircut's worth the uh, the level of banter I had to step up to to, to compete with the, with the hairdressers. Well, Look, I mean, the comments in the chat clearly suggest that it's worth you tolerating that with some earplugs in next time you need a haircut. <laughs> I love these streams. I really do. Thank you for so good about myself. Uh, let's <laughs> have a look at Martinelli. He's the other one that, that people mm-hmm. are, are looking at. Um, we've got uh, Avril Tandon in the chat. Is it worth a minus four Martinelli out, Madison in? And I saw another one from Dave. Um, I'm taking Martinelli out. Who's best to bring in for this week, Madison or Bowen? First question. Mm-hmm. Martinelli out. Thoughts on that? Uh, you see, the problem I sort of have is that if Jesus is back in from the starting eleven for Arsenal, then I think Martinelli becomes a really nice option again because Martinelli is made better by Jesus being there, in my view. The difficulty is that it's a game against Manchester United. Now, I think there's been a lot said about selling out your Arsenal and your Manchester United players this week because of the fixture, but both of these teams have looked relatively decent in attack. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, yes. Um, yeah, I think, um, I think the, for, for Martinelli, it, for me, again, this would be a difficult sell because once Jesus is back in that starting 11, I think he starts to perform in the way that we saw last season. But right now I'm not convinced that Gabriel Jesus gets the start in mm. game week four. I think he'll probably go with Enketia in this one and then bring Jesus on for some game time um, depending upon how that game's playing out. So yes, I think selling him right now for a Madison or someone similar makes a lot of sense, particularly as once Jesus is back, you could then look at going for Jesus as your second Arsenal Mm. attacker instead, free up that space in midfield so that you can stay invested in the likes of Madison. Yeah, the the issue is is that the Arsenal touch isn't clicking, is it? I mean, I've got Odegaard, no. for example. I mean, his stats are... You doubled up? Yeah, so I've got Saka and, and Odegaard. A lot of people have got Saka and Marcelli. It feels like one mid is enough at the moment. Mm. Um, and this might be the week to, to sell them, given they've got a you know, a, a potentially difficult opposition in, in Manchester United. You, you never really know what can happen in these big games. There could be <laughs> could be goals galore um, in it. I think it's a difficult choice with Marcelli. Again, I think it's similar to Jota. I think if you haven't got other fires to put out, I think Madison, Sterling, and Bumo. I think they're upgrades on on Martinelli. So it would be a move that I'd be looking to do. But would I do it for a hit? I don't know. I don't know if I'd do it for it. Got, he's got Everton next week. 
Yeah, and that's the other thing, isn't it, is that you've got to look beyond the game. Now, with Madison, actually, the fixtures for the next couple are really nice because it's Burnley and Sheffield United, so two nearly promoted back-to-back. So maybe over the course of those two weeks, even with Martinelli playing against Everton the week after, probably the hit levels out. Mm. Um, but you, you do have to kind of think a bit... I think you do have to be a little bit cutthroat with your midfielders. You do have to think yeah. about about rotation and about um, potential for, for huge returns. I mean, this week, I would say that Madison has got potential for a much bigger return than Martinelli has. Again, goes back to what you said. It depends upon what kind of Manchester United we see. Um, but anything could happen, it feels like, in that game. And it did. I mean, last time around, it was 3-2, I think, wasn't it? Mm. Um, so there is potential there for quite a high-scoring game. Um, but like you say, Arsenal attack hasn't exactly been firing exactly as we would want it to, to be doubled up with your investment. And I think if you've already got Saka, taking him out makes sense. That doesn't mean that I don't think Martinelli or Jota will return, by the way. It's just that you're replacing them with a player that's got increased potential yeah. to return more. Yeah, it's, it's a really tricky one because Marcelli is still a good FPL option. Jota, I think, yes. is still a good FPL option. It's just trying to work out where the next level is. I don't think I'd do it for a hit. I think, I think I'd give Marcelli the next two. Given, given that Jesus is back, given that Zinchenko's coming back, I think the hit... I think for Odegaard, I think it's a bit different because we're seeing him play so deep. Whereas we know Marcelli is still going to get opportunities and get chances. Yeah. I think I'd keep, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't do it for, for Marcelli for a hit. See, I think I might. Okay. For, for somebody like Madison and the, how important he is and the set-piece threat and all of that stuff, I, I think I'd be inclined for the next two to do it okay. and then revisit after game week five and see where the land lies with Arsenal. And would Madison be the, the player that you'd get over Sterling, over Bowen, over anyone else? Uh, so Bowen for this week, I think, looks incredible like if you if you're wanting to take a one part like if you're planning to wild card in international break i'd go for bowen against leicester this weekend like he's been fantastic away from home as we saw at the weekend this season he is outperforming all of the other uh west ham midfielders um he's right up there in terms of total points scored as well so far this season so if you're looking for a one-week punt then I think it's a, a straight shootout between Bowen, Madison and Sterling. And I think Bowen is, he's up there. I think Madison and Bowen would be my two preferred. If you are looking for like a slightly longer hold, then I think it's Madison um, followed by Sterling and then Bowen in, in, in third. My advice to you, Dave uh, and uh, Avril is listen to Sam. If she says get Bowen, <laughs> You bloody go out and get Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to me till he's keep Marcelli. Go out and buy Marcelli. Go go out and buy Bowen. That's that's my advice. Well, get Madison if you're if you're looking for a long term. I mean, if you're taking a minus four, then you're not wild carding next week. So I'd go Madison in that case. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, okay. We, I, I have got a bone to pick with you now. Oh no! What have I done? You know what? You know what's coming. Um. Right, we've had a super chat from TomTom977. Tom, okay. It's about Richarlison. It's Richie. It's Richie time. It's time to rip the band-aid off, as. Seems to be Tom thinks that uh, Richarlison's going to be injured. Uh, he's injured or, or he's going to be dropped um, with Son playing uh, the nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, does mm-hmm. that, is, that, is now a good time to do Rash? Well. We'll come on to Richarlison in a minute. Okay. But what do you think about getting in Son this week? I wouldn't. Um, I think if you want to invest in Spurs, it's Madison all day long the, because of the route to points. There's absolutely no guarantee, by the way, that Son is on penalties either. And I think there's a lot of chat in the community right now that says that Son's going to take penalties for Spurs. I don't think there's any guarantee that that's the case. 
my view is that there are a fair few of them out there who could take penalties for us. And it might be that there's kind of a bit of a roster that goes on and they discuss it on the pitch themselves. It might be a bit like seems to be happening at Arsenal with a, well, you're the penalty taker, but if you're not feeling it, then there's mm. these other options that could take it. I think with Sun, if he does play him in that number nine as a false number nine, there's, I don't think that that will immediately, straight away, necessarily pay dividends for Spurs. Like, I think that will mean that we play Mana Solomon, but I still think that, that that makes Madison an even better option because then you've got, you've still got the set piece threat and you're going to have somebody up there that could potentially be a bit more connected with him in terms of like those balls through that he's been playing that Richie hasn't quite read correctly or hasn't quite held. I don't think that Sun necessarily goes in that position and immediately starts mm. doing all of the Kane style things or or what a traditional number nine would do. Like if you put, um, I don't know, someone like an Alvarez in there or a Harlan in there, then immediately you'd see those returns. But I don't. I think a bit like Rashford at Manchester United, we could see Sun just being a little bit blunt in that attack. I agree. I don't see start. it. I don't, I don't think he's going to take Richarlison out of, of the nine in the next few games and put Son no. there. He might if Son goes another five games, uh, if Richarlison goes another five games without scoring. But he's not, like you say, he's not putting a prolific goal scorer at the moment in, in the number nine position. And he's losing a lot of what works in that number nine position. I think the Rashford mm-hmm. comparison is an excellent comparison because Rashford is a brilliant player, but he does well coming off a striker. And that's what Richarlison yeah. brings to the team. He lets the other players around him get into the game because he holds the ball up well because he's got the the energy and the press up top and that helps the the wide players i'd be very surprised if son started playing um up top and i I, and in answer to tom's question i'd want to see him playing up front and doing well there before i invested in him yeah i'm totally with you on this i think that for me richarlison might not be banging the goals as a number nine that's an understatement what he (laughs) (laughs) but what he is doing is moving players around, opening the space, allowing the other players like Madison and to a certain extent players like Kulisewski on the other side, the defenders who come in and take those spaces, he's allowing them to be better options. Pape Sar, all of that, a lot of that is working because of Richarlison in the number nine. Now, from an FPL perspective, Richarlison's terrible for us right now because he's not he's not getting any of those attacking returns when Spurs get them. But for Spurs, he's actually doing a good job it's just that he's not added the goals to his game yet. Mm. If he adds goals to his game, then fundamentally things change. The other thing is, is the transfer window doesn't close until tomorrow. We are in for certain players. If you get another better number nine that can do what Richardson's doing, hold up the ball, you know, open up the play and finish his dinner, then that puts us in a nice, a nicer place from FPL. So I think Richardson will start if it there was some there was some conversation about him being injured possibly sort of mentioned it but i don't he got, think he, it's got, a, he got a little I don't knock. Think it's a big thing he it's got, just a knock yeah. like i don't and i think if anything like he did score in the league cup in midweek um so you know has opened his score sheet for the season that might just be the confidence boost that he needs so i certainly wouldn't be kind of chucking him out um, and going for Sun. Like if you want to get, if you haven't got Richarlison, no, if you have got Richarlison and you want to sell him for someone else, fine. But if you haven't got Richarlison and you're just looking for a way to invest in Spurs, then I don't, don't overcomplicate it. Just get Madison. Yeah. I mean, that is definitely the thing. Don't buy Richarlison. But by the bone I'm going to pick with you, you promised me 
Wow, peak wow, wow. Brazil. Wait, wait. You promised me R9. That's what you promised me. And on our first Q&A of the season, you said you're going to get Brazil's Richarlison. He's going to get the golden boot. All, all of... <laughs> no, no. I might be I exaggerating a little bit for, for, for effects. But you assured me I was going to get points. And I have not got points. I got a big fat zero last match. So I did say that I thought we were going to get Brazilian Richarlison rather than Everton's Richarlison. I did say that. And I still do think that with time, we will get better performances from Richarlison because with the creative players that he has around him, he will learn how to be in that Spurs team and he will get better and he will get more confident and things will improve. Now, the the bone I would pick back at you is that at <laughs> Fest, I did specifically tell you and I showed you my team and I said I was sticking with Madison because I trust him more. He's got creative route to points, et cetera, et cetera. And it was worth finding that 0.5. And I told that to Mr. Southerns as well, who, yeah. you know, just We saying, both ignored you. You both ignored me and uh, what happened. And I told Lee as well. So Lee, when he got to Fest, had put Richarlison in his team instead of Madison. And I went and bashed him and said, what are you doing? Put Madison back in again. <laughs> you got, I think with a player like Richarlison, it really is confidence. Now, the League Cup, all right, ended in defeat. But maybe that goal from a personal perspective might just be the thing that he needs. I think potentially what happened is we all got a little bit excited about Richarlison <laughs> being a midfielder at 7 million and being the number nine for Spurs. Um, whereas we hadn't seen that from him last season. I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting a 20 point difference between Richarlison and Madison after three weeks. No, you know, no, I, I'll be honest. I wasn't either. I, I, wasn't I thought, either. I thought one of them would, I thought if, if Madison does well, that probably means Richarlison is going to do well as well because he'll be feeding him. Richarlison's playing up front. They've both got their perks. Madison's got the set pieces. Richarlison's got the, the out of position impact. It's, it's been a bit brutal. I mean, we, we have had some questions. I mean, Brett FPL is thinking of benching Richarlison this week. <laughs> or should he just Burnley. or should he just get rid? Um, it feels like having two free transfers after the break could be valuable. Keep bench or sell. There you go. There are your options with, with him. I think if you've got him, you can't bench him. I think you could... You, right, so if, if you've got Richarlison and you don't have Madison then if you've got the 0.5, well, it's not 0.5 now, is it? it's 0.7 oh, to swap, God. then <laughs> then yep. swap. Um, but I think if you've, I mean, look, it's Burnley. It's Burnley and then Sheffield United. Like, I don't think you could bet that that has got bench points written all over it. Because a lot of people will sell him. Will sell you him can't this bench week. him. There's too many. You there's, just can't. There's too many good mids around to, to be benching a, a, a mid. You know, you sell him for an for a free transfer as well. Mbumo, Sterling, Madison, like you say. You know, there's there's so many options to consider. So you can't bench him. I I mean, I, I'm either selling him or, or starting him this week. <laughs> I haven't decided. I think, I think it's that. Those are the markers, though. Yeah. It's either you you sell and you invest in Sterling, Madison, anyone that you've just mentioned, or you play him. If he's fit to start and Post is, is talking him up, I'm probably going to keep him. <laughs> I think, honestly, at this point... He's got point, two promoted as, teams. Exactly. I think, honestly, at this point, if you've got... If you've still... <laughs> I'm never going to get rid of him. He's going to be like six million by the time I sell him. Do you know what he is? He's your Darwin Nunes. Oh, he is, yeah. He, do you remember? Because I had him yeah. for so long last season and I kept sticking loyal to this guy. And like for the life of me, every week I'd be like, I should sell you. And then I didn't, and it went on and on and on and on and on for weeks and weeks. You was I guarantee you, you still have Richarlison by the time you wildcard. The thing is, I wouldn't mind. If I buy Madison this week, which I could do Odegaard to Madison, I think I'd okay. feel less bad about 
Richarlison. Because if Madison carries on doing really well, I've got him and I'm happy. You know? Yeah. Whereas if Madison's doing well, I haven't got him and Richarlison's <laughs> doing rubbish. That is like double. That's being hit slapped doubly in the face. There's also a chance that against these two newly promoted sides, the Madison feeds Richarlison. Yeah. This is, well, if that happens, if I'm bringing Madison this week and Madison feeds Richarlison, I am streaking down the street, you know. Oh my God, you're coming to my house, aren't you? <laughs> just going <laughs> to turn run to St Albans. Just uh, running along and I'll be like, what is Az doing? <laughs> it'll be a long time before we, before we see him do the chicken dance. Right, let's move off Richarlison and Spurs. Hopefully that's that's helpful. Um, what was what, what was our kind of outcome? You, you, you'd either sell him or play him. Um He's probably still a sell, isn't he? Realistically, but I mean, yeah, uh, he's a hundred percent a sell. But if you're gonna, if you're thinking, oh, I might just keep him and put him on the bench, no, you have to yeah. play it. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, thank you, Dequil, for the super chat. Do get your super chats in. We will make sure to answer all of them. You can use a blank super chat there, but ask a question is, is normally the uh, the way to, to go with this. Uh, Dequil did ask a question a couple down. I think he might have just not put that in. So I will answer this one. Which new players coming in the transfer window today and tomorrow will affect current FPL assets, both positively and negatively? You've talked about Spurs. Can I please talk about Brighton? Ansu oh my Fatty. God, are you gonna... Fatty and Gross. Come on then, let's Fatty hear about and Gross them. coming in. <laughs> I am, I'm really excited about this one. This is like... I could tell. This is a potentially, you know, I know it's only on loan, but this is a step above any other player we've, we've ever signed. Um, at, at Brighton he is ever well he's, he's widely regarded as one of the best young players in the world you yeah. know he's he's been he's been in and out of the um you know the Barcelona team for for a while I broke into that team quite young he's been tipped to like go on and do great things he's 20 years old he's got nine Spain caps to his name he's had yeah. injuries but you know he's made 80 appearances for Barcelona before the age of 20 like, that's mm-hmm. crazy that we're, we're we're even able to be in the reckoning for a player that's the kind of player that I try and sign on football manager of my team <laughs> and you know I, I get laughed at for even approaching the, the, the agent just like of course not like there's no way you're getting him I'm really excited to see what happens with him I don't know how I don't know how him him coming into the team does shake things up a bit because where's he going to play he's, he's predominantly played on the left mm-hmm. which is where Matoma's played can't, yeah. I can't see him taking that spot because Matoma's too nope. good in that position so does that mean he comes into the middle well that means Pedro's even less likely to to start Welbeck is is less likely, or does he move over to the right? And does that affect March? He's going to play pretty much every game he's available for because he's 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 going to be our best attacker. Yeah, it's difficult actually, isn't it? I mean, and maybe this is maybe this is the right moment to talk about Brighton in terms of de investment because the fixtures mm. now aren't as good, and there is a level of uncertainty as to who starts where. Like if you are a Matoma owner, if you're a Gross owner, if you're a March owner, if like me you're a Jao Pedro owner. Although Jao Pedro, I think, is less of an issue unless unless Jao Pedro is your second yeah. striker and you absolutely have to play him because you haven't got a decent five in midfield and you don't have two good defenders on the bench. like. But the reality is, I don't think many managers are in that position. Like, You, you could easily just play your, your doggies or your um, gustos or players like that who could, mm. you know, and you should be playing this week. So actually probably want to be benching players like Jao Pedro. So I think he's less of an issue, but the midfielders, the Matomas, the Grosses, the Marches, they're the ones, I think, because the fixtures aren't great. 
they can still get returns. I'm not saying that they can't, but you've got other midfielders in the same sort of price brackets who have got really, really nice fixtures that you could invest in and don't have that level of uncertainty as to where this new superstar is going to fit into that team. Yeah, no, I, I agree with all that. We, we've also signed them Baliban as well um, from Lille, who's our kind of like Casado replacement. And I think that's that's been something we've, we've been struggling in early. Yeah, it's is, been missed. You know, is, is keeping that control in the middle. We're getting countered on too easily. We still need a right back. It doesn't look like one's going to come in, but I don't think Veltman and Milner is, is enough there. But we have at least strengthened the midfield. We've strengthened the attack as well. And I think this, this is an opportunity, I think, like you say, just to maybe reconsider these assets a little bit going forward. I think they make us a better team, but for FPL, it maybe complicates things a little bit more. Uh, and I just mm. want to see us play a few games with a, with a more settled lineup because we thought Pedro was was nailed, and then after one week he's dropped, and we signed a replacement for him <laughs> within the same within the same window. It's all um, it's all very weird. So Brighton, though, I, I think they they impact the team positively, but FPL wise probably negatively um, is what yeah. I say. Although Balaban should hopefully make uh, uh, a man a, a better pick. Any other transfer activity you think is notable today or tomorrow? Spurs um, getting Johnson potentially. Only if Spurs get Johnson. I think if Spurs get Johnson, then Richarlison looks worse again. Um, it probably needs dealing with. I mean, it depends, doesn't it? Like Chelsea were in for a second goalkeeper. If you're a Santos owner, that might complicate things there. Um, I guess that look. Sometimes things just come out of nowhere, don't they? Palm, Palmer going to, to Palmer Chelsea, at Chelsea came out of nowhere. Came out from not, like literally nothing. It's like what, why has that happened? Yeah. Like that's that's random. Um, so yeah, anyone that ends up going to one of these big clubs in the next 24 hours, if someone ends up at, at Man City, uh, Spurs get a striker, I think then you've got to start you've got to start looking at those options. Um and someone like Brennan Johnson, another another out of position. If they yep. if he ends up at Spurs, then it put and cheaper again, it puts you in a in another another kind of interesting position, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, I think for me, I'd just be watching and seeing what happens, and then having a look over. Like it's perfectly timed, right? Because transfer window closes after the game week four deadline, and then we've got international break to kind of just look at who's come in and how that might affect our players. And it, I don't think it have a huge impact on FPL squads. Is the reality? I think you know you might have one or two players that. It's hard, effects. It's, it's hard to find players who are positively going to impact things because at the moment we feel like we've kind of got a bit of a handle on it but mm-hmm. Palmer at Chelsea maybe reduces Sterling's minutes we've got Nunes yep. coming into um, to City potentially what does that mean for Foden uh, as well and Doku as well there Doku does, as well does that, yep. does that complicate things as well you know Fatty coming into to Brighton I love that name so much coming into Brighton you know, there's, there's, it complicates, it complicates matters uh, quite a lot. So, yeah, mm. I think again, there's when when there's a big signing and and a, and a Johnson coming in, it's it's going to be a bit of a wait and see. But that's why you pick the main men in the side. That's why Richarlison, who is not the main man at Spurs versus Madison, is a complete no-brainer. More than I thought it it was kind of at the at the start of the season. But I can understand why you did that. Yeah, at the I'm not of the season be- like. Don't be bitter about it. I say, I say, okay. I say, I'm not beating myself up. I, I definitely am because I'm <laughs> devastated. Uh, Eze, a few questions on Eze. Uh, Lilas says thoughts on Eze. Uh, Suyog says is keeping faith um, over Eze going forward. Okay, or should I be looking to bring in someone like Foden and uh, Mbumo? Right. So I have interesting thoughts on Eze okay. because the fixture is really nice. So Wolves, Aston Villa, Fulham, the next three. Now Aston Villa is tough, but at Wolves and Fulham should easily be able to get returns there. My massive, massive issue is that he is great, 
But the rest of his team... <laughs> that's, that's, that's not really an issue. He's great. End. But the rest of Palace's attack... They're terrible. They're just not. So you can be as creative... Like, he's almost he's almost the reverse of Richarlison. Like, so he's good. <laughs> and everyone else around him, not so much. Mm. Richarlison, he's not so great. Everyone else doing bits. So, And this is my, my problem with Eze, is that, you know, my Max had Richarlison... Uh, no, he didn't. He had Eze to start the season. And I, at the time, I was like, that's a great pick because he's going to be the main man without Zaha there. But the problem is that being the main man, basically when you're the only man in the attack, mm. isn't great. So the fixtures are good. They're there. But those midfield five spots are so precious that I don't think you can hold Eze. Did you say him this week, can't though? Carry him. Home to Wolves? You got, I think you, you got, do. You think you're selling this week? Well, I think if you're selling for for Sterling or Madison or Bowen, who've got equally as nice fixtures, I think you do. I'm divided on Eze because I completely agree with you. And I, I, I said, well, you Bla- watched him live, right? Last yeah, week. I, I said on Black Blocks last night. I saw I saw him live, and it's pretty clear that he's like ten times better than anyone else in that Palace side, you know. <laughs> and in some ways, that makes him a great option because he's the best player at the team, and he, all the stuff's going to go through him. And he's the talisman yeah. by far. Um, he's on penalties and, and all that. I think he's been unlucky um, so far this season. I think he, he could have had returns in that first game. His, his yeah. XG was one of the best um, in the league, I think, in that first game. He could have, should have had a penalty against Arsenal, I think, as well. Uh, the Brentford game was was a bit all over the place, but he had, a, he had a couple of runs. The difficulty is, against better opposition, they'll just mark him out of the game. I'm sure they will. They have, they'll have, they'll have a, a, a plan for him. Will Wolves have a plan of him losing You know, two quite key players from their side? I know they've done well. They've got the win against Everton, but I <laughs> anyone th- can win against anyone Everton. can. Well, anyone can, anyone should be able to win against Wolves as well. I'm still, I still think they're going to be in trouble this year. I wouldn't sell Eze this this week. I think, I think Eze could 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 go could go pretty big against Wolves. Okay, but do you think that Eze could go bigger against Wolves than Madison could go against Burnley, or than Sterling could go, or than Embuemo or Bowen against Luton? I think he has. Or... I think he has potential to. Because it's Wolves. I don't know. I think sell- I, I, know. I think selling Eze before a home game against Wolves is risky. I think that game's got nil-nil written all over it. Do you? Okay. Yeah. I just think Wolves will come... I, I just think that that's going to be another... It, look, Palace might win it 1-0. But I don't think that Palace are going to smash Wolves. I really don't. So in that case, yes, Eze probably is involved in the goal. I just don't think Palace have got smashing someone in their locker right now. Don't think they're scoring enough goals. But if they are to get a goal, it's going to be him. And surely they get a goal against Wolves. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, but one goal against Wolves versus the amount that you know that West Ham could score against Luton, or Spurs could score against Burnley, or Chelsea can score. Like I just think that when you look at the other the other midfielders, like they're arguably your midfielders every week with the way that they're mostly playing should be getting double digit hauls mm. every week. And if they're not, then I think you have to look at who else could replace them. And for me, if I'm looking at a midfield, unless you've got Richarlison and Eze in the same midfield, or you've got somebody else that's not been performing well in that midfield over Eze, or you've got Trent at the back, or you've got you know a non-playing second, I don't know, forward. Unless you've got a bigger issue, then you're probably looking at strengthening your midfield. I'd argue that of the of, of the popular midfielders, Eze is the worst pick with Richarlison right now. So when you're looking at your midfield and you're you're thinking about who you should transfer in and out, 
even with that game against Wolves, he would still be up there okay. as a sell for me. Okay. I think give him one more week. You think so. And again, like I said earlier, Sam's 46k. Listen to so her. So it certainly wouldn't bring him in. Don't, no. don't bring Eze in. I wouldn't bring him in. I just think, you know, that the fixtures are, are a bit of a mixed bag, but this one is a particularly good one. I think anyone at home to Wolves uh, this week is, is a decent one. And it, it's not the same as, I, I mean, I sold Fernandez this week ahead of Forrest and everyone thought I was an idiot, but I used the money from that to strengthen elsewhere. Whereas you're going to be moving Eze either up to a Madison or sideways to like Mbuma or Sterling. Yeah. And that, that, that you know, there's, there's, there's a difference between selling an expensive player and, and moving the money around, whereas Eze, just like for like one week, I think Eze could do as well as the others. But I do appreciate where you're coming from. Um, Damien Brains, I mean, the most pointless super chat ever. Uh, Rugby World Cup in eight days. Who cares? Um, I don't really know what that even means, so fine. Sorry, Damien, you've wasted your 14 czar. <laughs> um... <laughs> because... I don't care. I don't. I don't really understand. Okay, I, I, I'm not a rugby. I don't understand rugby. Seems. I mean, thirty-two. Don't understand 12, what the high scoring. What does that even mean? Thirty-two, twelve. Mm, Do we lose? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't literally. Who knows? I could not care less. Sorry if there's any rugby fans in the chat, but I literally could not care less about rugby. <laughs> so it's a sport. I just don't. I don't even know the rules. I oh, know. That's stupid. It's a stupid game. It's the wrong shape. It's a made-up game, as they're saying. Picture. sometimes you throw it over the thing sometimes you bang it on the floor i don't what's even that thing called is it a goal to know my school was a big rugby school and i hated it everyone was everyone was bigger than me um i did t- wow. tackle the the biggest guy in our year once um did it go well well i say tackled i kind of just stood there and he ran into me <laughs> but everyone <laughs> everyone cheered me and i, I felt really good but i never I, I hated that game so much um so- i went to a girls school we didn't play rugby yeah he did well. I don't think you missed out much. Uh, Raw Pinto, um, we have already answered this one, I think, already. Uh, but Marcelli to Madison for a hit uh, to be a bit aggressive. You said yes, I said no, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's the answer. Wow. Being a bit aggressive makes sense, I think. Yeah, I don't hate it. I'm not. I'm not like a hundred percent no. Like I said, I'm. I'm thinking of selling Odegaard this week potentially for a hit. Uh, to I just think you give Marcelli because you want to get rid of Richarlison as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. I just. Th- <laughs> I just think you give Marcelli Everton away. Uh, I, I, you know, I, having two Arsenal mids for that game is, is tempting, and Martin is a better option than Odegaard, I think. Um, but not much in it. And like I said, if in doubt, listen to listen to Sam. It's <laughs> uh, a lot of pressure on me now. There is, there is. Well, stop doing so bloody well. Come down to two million, and then we can take some pressure off. Seeing <laughs> <laughs> like a forty-six k after three weeks makes me look like a mug. <laughs> oh, I do love you. You're the best. Whose idea were these? Bring about this Q and A, God. I think it was ours. I know. Well, I, didn't, for this. I didn't think you'd start this season so strongly. <laughs> you, no, basically, what you thought is that I'd be absolutely awful, like I was at this time last season, and you'd be able to just sit here and be like, yeah, not even awful. Just, Sam. just be, just be <laughs> middle of the road. Just be, you know, be a million at this stage, and it's fine. Forty-six. Yeah, you could you've got your eyes on winning it. Have a good <laughs> week. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> I want to get manager of the month. No, that's never happening. <laughs> uh, Rhea Tolstoy uh, is Bowen going under the radar. Uh, thank you for the super chat, Rhea. You love him, don't you? This week, you think he's uh, going to be big, big point scorer. Yeah, I'm, I do seem to have joined the Jared Bowen fan club. Mm. I don't, I don't quite know. Uh, I don't quite know why I've gone so hard on Bowen this week, but it's one of those players. I think that has just impressed me in the opening three game weeks of the season. Like, I haven't really been impressed by West Ham, 
mo- that much usually um, over the last year in particular. But I watched the game. Sorry to bring this up, but I watched the game against Brighton, and Brighton were by far the better team. Like they were by far the better team. But I was impressed by West Ham's tactics yeah. and how they dealt with Brighton. Yeah, and what. When watching that, it allowed Bowen to be in the counter-attack moments to be brilliant in the way that he was a couple of seasons ago for us. And then I look at his away form, which has been so much better. I mean, I know we're only three game weeks into the season, so we can't really yet talk fully about form. But game week three, away at Brighton, 12 points. Game week one, away at Bournemouth, nine points. And then when I look at the fixture, it's got to go away to Kenilworth Road, the first Premier League fixture of the season. Luton will want to attack, score, attack mm. impress their home fans. They're not going to sit there and try and park the bus at home in the first ever Premier League game at Kenilworth Road. So the West Ham defence I'd stay clear of. But with Bowen... I think that's going to allow him space. He's going to have opportunities. He's going to be in all the right places at all the right times. He's averaging 7.7 points per match. He's had more uh, goal attempts, more shots on target, everything. His stats are above every other West Ham player. Now, you could go cheaper. You could go with James Ward-Prowse. I think all the West Ham attackers are potentially going under the radar for this Luton game. The caveat is that past the Luton game, you've got Man City and exactly. Liverpool. Yeah. So you do it. You're doing it for a week. So make sure that it's not for a hit because I don't think a hit's going to be worth it for one game week. Um, And have a strategy that says, right, well, I'm basically going to hokey-cokey Bowen in and out because I don't think you want to hold him. Do you think that's worth it? I don't don't like the hokey-cokey strategy with with mids. Okay, so imagine the scenario is that you've got Four really nice defenders. You've got Chilwell. You've got I don't know a Stupinian. You've got um, you've got an Indogi. You've got whoever it is. You've got a nice defense that you can play. You've got five midfielders that you're happy with, and you've got Harlan. And then you've got a couple of rubbish. I can't you know, even imagine. Gel- I can't even imagine this scenario. Sam. It's, it's so basically- it's so far from what my team is at the moment. Okay, so this is basically my team. Oh, right? here we go. Yeah. <laughs> If you're 46k in the world <laughs> go. and you've well, well, got well, a luxury well, well, transfer, yeah. No, okay. So, uh, like this morning on the official pod, I was chat. We were chat. I was chatting to Kelly, and she's got a situation where she's got two not so great forwards. As in, she's got like Archer, who actually now I think is becoming a decent yeah. option because now he's got his move, and Jal Pedro alongside Harlan, and then a midfield five. Um, if you've got Eze in that midfield five, and you want to play your four defenders, so you want to go four five one then I think that there is scope to go for a punt on Bowen this week because then you just move him on the week after. Poor I don't Eze. think that's an issue. Got really got, really got it in for Eze on this, on this street. Any, <laughs> I don't any, know why. Get him out for he anyone. He's just an example. He's just an example. <laughs> well, Richa- Richa- Richarlison's a good... A good um, Richarlison's another one, right? If you've already so got Madison in place... And if you've, you've got, got Madison, yeah. exactly, exactly. I think that there is a, a, a potential, you know, this week. If you've got... Even if you've got Jackson, right, as your second, or you've got Ollie Watkins, or whoever you've got as a second striker, so you want to play 5-2, and you've got someone you're not happy with in your midfield, but everything else in your team works, then I think a punt on Bowen is decent for this week, because next week, you just move him on to somebody else, like you just use your transfers for that. In my view, right now, the best way to get massive jumps is to pick on the differentials. Now, Bowen's a differential. He's owned by... 7.7% of the game. 
So you can get on him this week. You can enjoy the looting points, which I'm certain are going to come. I'm going to throw this back to you then. Because a question from Lex Lex. Ideal midfield five without Sterling on a wild card. Do you put Bowen in in the in the five then? Because if, 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 if what you're saying is 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 true, right? And you could build the perfect team and then hokey cokey him out next week. If I was wild carding right now, I'd put Bowen in. Okay, good. I'd put Bowen good. in, take him out for game week five and six, and then potentially think to bring him back in again for the Sheffield United game in seven. So I'm guessing your your midfield five would be. I don't know why I'm trying to guess yours, but I'll, I'll say what mine is. Mine would probably be Rashford, Saka, uh, Madison, obviously, yeah, Mbumo, Bowen. I'd probably go Bruno over Rashford, but yeah, roughly. Okay. But a man, you midfielder, Saka. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, That's and then point. Madison. And then, yeah, I think, you know, if you really don't want Mbumo for whatever reason, I don't know what that reason would be on wildcard, but... There are others you could go to in that six and a half bracket, but I I like the Bowen pick for this Luton game. So I, really so I know the question here says, specifically says no Sterling, but if you included Sterling, would he would he take the place of any of those five? It's a Bumo or Bowen, isn't it? So yes, I think it is because. But then, having said that, like I think what the debate that's still raging in my mind is that because the the midfields are so contentious. If you don't want to have Sterling, you just have Jackson instead up mm. top and it allows you to invest in the Chelsea attack that way, which I wouldn't want to do that. West Ham, like I don't think, I, I don't like Antonio as a pick as much as I like Bowen, for example, but Sterling and Jackson, I think is a little bit more, it's closer. So, but you, you wouldn't go with Sterling on a World Cup? Or you'd if go... I was, no, if I was wildcarding right now, I don't think I would have Sterling. I think Ooh. I would, I think I would, because I like the midfield that I've got, mm. so I don't, I wouldn't find space for him, which would probably mean I'd go Jackson up top. That's a big call, um, particularly because of team value as well. Right? Sterling's just going to keep rising in price every week. Uh, he I is, think. but I also think that Jackson could do that because now Jackson's got his first goal in the bag. I, I, I wonder whether we might just see that confidence start to grow now. I'm not sold this Bowen plan. You can, you can have that. I don't want it. I'll, I'll, I'll at pick, you. I'll just pick Sterling. Yeah, at me. Well, I think Bowen's going to do well this week, but at me in three weeks when you've actually no, used I, a transfer. But, that, and... but that's what we're saying. But I don't think that they're using a transfer is such a thing anymore because everything, like I know that you've got some issues that you've got to deal with like Richarlison or whatever, but for a lot of people, they're not looking, there's not a load of transfers that they want to make because the cheap venture options are just sitting there quite happily being bench options. Like if you've got Archer sat on your bench, then you're actually fine now. I um, think you're sitting in your diamond palace of riches at 46k and you've forgotten where you've come from. Peasants like <laughs> us have got issues. I mean, look at the next super chat we've got. Play Bulldog or free transfer out Gabrielle. Look, look, this is the kind of question I'm having to deal with. I'm playing George Ball. He might be in Greece today, for all I know. Sunning it up, waiting for a move to bloody Athens. <laughs> and then you've got Gabrielle, who hasn't started for no reason, despite playing 73 games. And you're here saying bringing Bowen for a week. Honestly. <laughs> oh, as this has just descended into chaos again. <laughs> just, uh, right, okay. <laughs> um... Move off, move off, Bob. Let's help Stephen with a real, you know, a real <laughs> peasant issue. I'm sorry, Stephen. I don't like to call you a peasant, but you know, it's it's, it's yeah, it, you can't call it's only it's, it's only to uh, <laughs> you know emphasise the, the point. I mean, do you, I'm in a similar boat. I've got to play Bulldog oh. this week. 
made me cry. All play, <laughs> all playing Arsenal defender. I mean, I've got Saliba who can come in. Gabriel, mm-hmm. he's got to go, isn't he? He's got to go. Uh, yeah. So I um I also am considering playing Bulldog this week. By the way, um, I'm also considering selling Bulldog this week. This is how confused I am by Bulldog. <laughs> so there's a there's a place in this world where I sell Bulldog. There's a place in this world where I start him. Um, I how has it come to this? <laughs> I don't know but because I don't. I, I want to. I, I want to play my five midfielders. I want to play my two strikers. I Means somebody's got to come off. Like I, I don't like Saliba against Manchester United. I really don't like Hugh Saliba goal. Um, but I don't like that. Really, I want to bench him. I think, uh, and I want a Spurs defender. So, mm. I, I think selling Bulldog for there's Udogi, some words I never thought I'd hear someone say. <laughs> tell me about it. There's some words I never thought I'd say because Spurs defense not mm. normally that great um but i do want a spurs defender so van de ven is my preferred you'll hear me say that on the official pod if you listen to it um but anyway that's an aside so selling bulldog i think makes sense in my head but also playing bulldog makes sense but there is a big worry to me that the transfer window closes after mm. the game week for deadline and he is quite heavily linked with the to athens now if that happens after the deadline then Steven's got an issue because he's played Bulldog, he's benched Gabriel, and then Gabriel's not coming on. So you've got a problem. I'm my screwed. View, yeah, you, I'm screwed. If you, if yeah, my view is that you sell Gabriel. Yeah, no. I'm... And then you play Bulldog. It, it depends on who you bring in. But I would sell Gabriel. If you don't have a, an Udogi or a Chelsea defender, then you, you invest there. Or you move across to Gabri- from Gabriel to Saliba and have that ready for next week. And then you bench Saliba, play Bulldog. And then if Bulldog has left, Saliba comes on instead. Like I, I think I think Gabriel to to Udogi is, is su- or Van der Ven or whoever. But I, I, my, my preference is Destiny. But... I just think that's such a that that is not going to easy, isn't it? I know no. you. I know you can. I know I oh, say I mean, that it, it Gabriel score could backfire, <laughs> but it shouldn't do like that. Just it shouldn't. I, I like the transfers that are almost hundred percent. It's never hundred percent, but like ninety percent likely going to be a good move. Gabriel's going to keep dropping. Adogi's going to keep rising. He's got the assists. He's playing attacking. Spurs have got good fixtures. You're getting rid of a problem to bring in a a, a, a cheap asset before he becomes five million probably in, in a month's time. I really like yeah. that move. Um, so yeah, I would I would also sell sell Gabriel for for a free, um, and avoid the bulldog headache. Which again, I can't believe. Look at this comment, Sam from Jay Mera. Play Pedro or Cabore. You see, people are struggling. We can't. I mean, be, I've got we can't them. be dancing around with Bowen when we've got issues like Pedro or play Pedro or Cabore. I mean, how is Jay in that position? <laughs> both of these guys um i don't want to play either of them this no. week and um, kabore so if bulldog if if it all falls through with bulldog moving to athens then i'll probably sell kabore over selling bulldog to be honest um i mean you've got to have a transfer that you can use to deal with this that so you don't have to play either of these two surely like I'd, I'd far rather sell pedro for cameron archer and play cameron archer than i would pedro right now and i'd sell kabore for literally anybody else um and play them. I. Well, Kabore, Kabore's a wing back, isn't he? Against, yeah, against West Ham. Yeah, but you I'd play Kabore. What you, okay. What have you seen from Kabore that makes you think 
He's going to suddenly become a, a peak FPL wingback. Nothing, but we, we've got limited options here, Sam. We've got Pedro Walcabore. <laughs> Pedro, Pedro is Pedro is so far on the naughty step now that you know he's uh, he's never getting back in the team. We've just gone and signed I mean, a fatty two... to, to not play him. <laughs> <laughs> off the two, I'd play Cabore and Pedro because Cabore is going to start and Pedro's not. Unless, unless Deserby comes out and says, I'm starting Pedro this week. Yeah, he's not going to do that. Hey, Pedro, but he's not going to do that. There's absolutely no way he's doing that. No, no correct. So play Cabore over Pedro is what I would do because you're going to get a starter more chance of, you know, he's going to yep. get 90 minutes. Uh, however, my preference would be that you deal with your transfers so that this isn't a thing that you have to do. Like, have get at use your transfer to deal with deal with it's, this to be fair though to be fair on Jay it's not easy when Pedro's 5-5 five, five and there's not many options around him and when Cabore's 4 million that's not if you've got no money in the bank that's not an easy move to, to make you've got to free up funds from, from somewhere else and then you're you taking have. hits but unless you've got Salah I can't believe that your team unless you've got Haaland and Salah got, in there I haven't, I haven't got um, well, I'm, I'm, to be fair I haven't got Salah and I haven't got either of these players um, yeah, but so that's the point. I think you have these players, both of them. I mean, I've got both of them, but I've got a lot of money in the bank. Mm. So, but you have these two players if you've got Salah. Well, Jay, so, Jay is, you know, this is what I mean. Your, your Diamond Palace is coming through again because Jay has, has got this dilemma. He, he's struggling. He's got Pedro or Cabore he's got to play. He's crying right now having to play one of them. But what I'm saying is take a minus four so you don't have to play okay. one of them. So you think take the hit to avoid playing one of them? I would take a hit to avoid playing either of these because I would fairly certain that Pedro's going to get one and I'm fairly certain that Cabore is also going to get one. I think you're probably right. <laughs> so yeah. take a hit with your transfers, free up some money and improve unless, these positions. Unless Jay's already made a transfer. Jay, then... can you get back in the chat <laughs> and tell us if you've made a transfer I, I already? Think, I think I think we can answer it fine. If you if he's already made a transfer, then you play Kabore. If you've uh, not made a transfer, you take a hit to get rid of them. Get, and, and not Would you them. not sell Pedro and get Archer? Oh, he has. So he's already done with Charleston to Madison. Okay. Money not Is an issue. Any... Yeah. See, this money's not an issue. These he lives in a diamond palace as well. He's got loads of money <laughs> stacked up. Yeah. Take the hit. Get rid take of Pedro. Take the hit. Get Just any... deal with it. Get Jackson. Get Alvarez. Alvarez. Watkins. Get Watkins. Take the hit to deal Visser, with Pedro. Visser. Home to Bournemouth. Loads of good options. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Um, right. I'm going to call it there. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for putting up with us again. Uh, this well, week. Hang on. What have I done? You've you, 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 up with you, us for? You've alienated nine-tenths of the community with your <laughs> no, spiel. You've called them all peasants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, between us, we've got no, we've got no one left. <laughs> oh, Everyone God. hates us now. Everyone hates us. It's just you and me. Yeah, I know. Even wow. Yelena doesn't like me anymore because I said your hair was nice. So now she's like, stop flirting with my boyfriend. <laughs> Leave me alone. Did you see her, her recent stream with, the, with your giant courgette you gave her? Um, I did. Yeah. And I saw, I liked a picture of it. Her holding it like a proud mum. It's like, good. Cuddling it like it's a baby. Yeah. yeah, I'm quite good at growing courgettes, apparently, everyone. Yeah, I know. Who, who, who they knew? They go massive. Who, who knew? knew? Who, who knew? It's a skill. <laughs> uh, we have got one more super chat before we go. Uh, we will take this one from Joe um, Erkinen. Uh, he has the same rank as you. Well, good there you go. For, you see? Good for you, Joel. He, good he lives for in you. the next, next door neighbour. Diamond Palace. Here's one. Is is a, a a Diamond Palace uh, uh, choice? Gusto or uh, Mistupanan? Who to bench? Mistupanan. Yeah, I think I agree. It's I mean, really hard. It's I'm. It's really tough. But I think 
a Stupinian has got less chance of a clean. They've both got the same potential for attacking returns. But a Stupinian's mm. chance of a clean sheet is less, is what I'd argue. I think a Stupinian's got a better chance of returns. I think Gusto was lucky to get two assists in that game. I would, or I would bench Gusto. I'd bench Gusto. I think Newcastle beat us um, at the weekend. You bench Gusto? Because no. you think Newcastle will no. beat Brighton? That no. makes no sense. No. What did you just say? I said I'd play Gusto. Gusto. <laughs> <laughs> I meant I'd play Gusto. <laughs> I was uh, like, what? It doesn't make any sense. Target, target, yeah, target, target the cliche. But I don't feel happy about benching the stupid man because he's played really well and he's very advanced. Um, but I think you've, you've got to play the fixture. And I agree. Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, not not an easy one. Hopefully, you don't get a a bench of a stupid man like Mark had on match of day challenge. What he benched for his twelve pointer. Yeah, and that could easily happen, yeah. like because he does have a haul in him against big clubs. We saw that against Arsenal, right? So he he has potential for a haul. I just think that you you've got to play the fixture and Stupinian against Newcastle. I would expect Newcastle to score. Yeah. More than I would Nottingham Forest to score against Chelsea. So play the fixture, play Gusto. And hope that you get another haul out of Gusto. Yep, agreed. And you avoid one from a stupid yeah. Thank you, says Joel Erkin, and you're very welcome. Uh, Focal in the chat. Whoa, Sam's top 50k. Killing it. Yes, she is. But let's not let it go <laughs> Thanks, to Oscar. her head. Uh, we've got 500 people watching. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we will be back. I think we're going to do an international break one, aren't we? Um, we week. are. So come, be... come, come and see my fall from grace. Yep. So hopefully Sam will be one million next week. No, Why I don't, have you said I don't that? mean I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean that. I hope I hope you go on and, and push up to the top one k. This this. I hope that you are at one million by next time, and that you're not calling people peasants, and that everything's well, and that you've signed fatty. You've got fatty and gross up top, and everything's it's, well it's, with the world. It's ridiculous that if I half my rank, I'll be like not even in the top million. Whereas if you half your rank, you won't even notice a difference. You'll be you'll be twenty three k compared to forty six. Oh dear. Totally. But there you are. And I hope, do you know what I really hope for you? I hope for a Richarlison Hall. There you no, go. Yeah, and I'll probably have sold him when that, when that comes. No, come on now. Stick with the pigeon. <laughs> hope for the best. Oh, God. <laughs> is it a pigeon or is it a chicken? He's a pidge. He's a pigeon. Oh, yeah. that's why he's on the, on the roof of the Spurs stadium. Yeah, he's oh, a pigeon. God, why the hell have I got him in my team? <laughs> what was I thinking? Anyway, thank you, everyone. Do give the stream a like. Uh, do check out Fantasy Football Scout as well. Uh, check out all the tools and um, offerings they've got as a, as a member. Uh, and Sam and I will be back next week. Thanks, guys.